Takeoff 2022 is a go. Coverage presented by 72 Souls and Kona Brewing. The home of Arizona Cardinals football. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Camp Takeoff 2022 with Wolf and Luke. All right, we are back here at State Farm Stadium, hour number two of the show, and Justin Pugh is joining us in the booth. So, Justin, first of all, man, thank you for the time. Good to have you up here. Um, I'll, I'll start here because there was a lot of talk of you playing center up until camp started. You don't have to play center. How, how were you feeling about that, and how do you feel about just getting to play your position now? I was, I was ready to take on the challenge. Obviously, we can get an all-pro, one of the best centers in the game back. So I will happily go back and play left guard where I've had some success the past few years. So how is it going for you right now, Justin? Uh, training camp, of course. How's it going? All the distractions that might be out there. How are you doing dealing with this big guy? You know, once you step between the white lines, like we were saying before, all those things go away. You have to go out there and do your job. We're Beautiful. all professionals, and, and the guy across from you is not going to feel bad for you. He's not going to take it any easier on you. When we go out there and play the Bengals next week, they're not going to take it any easier on us. Or when we play the Chiefs come regular season, they're not going to take it any easier on us. So we have to come together as a team. The leadership has to step up and lead, and we have to go out there and do the things that we need to do to take care of business. You guys, and you're one of those leaders. A lot of players talk about you as a leader do you, do you, you're confident, I would assume, in that leadership you have in that room with, with anything that's going on now or just even stuff that will come up during the season that's unforeseeable? No doubt. I mean, I've been in the league for 10 years now, and I've seen a lot of things. I've, I was in New York and dealt with a lot of media and issues, and every team, every business outside of football has to deal with issues. The world we live in is a, is a ever-evolving. Things are constantly happening, good, bad, right, wrong. We have to learn to deal with those situations, come together as a team. At the end of the day, we all know what is right and wrong, and when we step on those white lines, put those things to bed because, again, the guy across from you is not going to feel bad for you. He's not going to go any lighter on you. You have to make sure you're ready to protect yourself and go out there and do your job. So how's training camp going for you right now? How's it going? I mean, year 10 for you. <laughs> Here we go. How you feeling? Yeah, it's great. Um, training camp is a great time to come together as a team. We have an offensive line. we got some young guys coming into the offensive line room. We also have a lot of veterans, guys that have been around the league for a while. And we really enjoy this time to be together, to create that camaraderie, to create that gel. And I think that's what's happening right now. Um, also being in Arizona, we have this turf, which is probably the best awesome. thing that I could have ever awesome. asked for in year 10 in the NFL. My legs are happy. My back is not as sore. Um, so it's, it's going really well. Okay, here's the big question, though. What's your weight at right now? You knew I was going to ask you, what's your weight at? I'm 280, like, right between 280 285 right now. Okay, t- it's 282, as a matter of fact. You said yesterday yeah. when I asked you that. But, okay, where do you want to be? Is that it? I'm, that- right, I'm right where I want to be. I mean, last year, and I told you this yesterday as well, we, we played the Rams the first time. I was 278 pounds last year. Um, so the weight fluctuates. I mean, my water weight could be four or five, up to 10 pounds heavier on any given day. So I want to be in that sweet spot at 280, 285. I've gone out there, and, and, and my coach has already made the comment. He's like, there, there's no issue here. That's good to hear. <laughs> that's that's what you hear at the start of camp. Uh, this offensive line, we've had a couple of you guys up here in the booth uh, throughout this week, and DJ Humphreys is one of them. Will Hernandez said this yesterday, too, that they are excited because they feel like they've experienced a lot in this league, and yet when they get around you and Rodney Hudson and Kelvin Beecham, they still feel like they're learning. Yeah, it's funny because Will was a veteran when he was in New York last year, and he comes here and he's like, I feel like a rookie all over again because I got guys cool. five, six, seven years older than me. That's great, and we're still learning from these young guys. The way their their perspective on things is totally different. 
and it keeps it light, it keeps it fun, it keeps it entertaining because this is such a serious business to have that off the field um, time to you know yesterday we put six of us in a in a SUV and went and got coffee together and we look like a clown car driving around <laughs> Litchfield. Um, it's just one of those things where being in that environment, offensive line is such a tight knit group. To have great dudes in the room is it makes it that much better. So what about the red zone? Uh, do you think we're going to run the ball more in the red zone this year than what we've done in the past? Do you think that, Justin? we got to do whatever we think best to score touchdowns. <laughs> Did I tell he you? So he he's, was going he's asked to do every, it. every offensive lineman that question. He said you, you so would know good. how to walk the line. That's so good right there. Of we just, everyone, I, Calvin Beecham took his headset off and said, yes, we need to do that, right? He was so emphatic about it. But you need to do what? Say it again, Justin. I want to hear this median speech. No, well, I'm not going to just walk the line. We did just give our quarterback a nice big contract. You got to put course. the ball in his hands. You got to let him make good plays. And I think that's that in the red zone is going to be what is going to take us to that next level. We have to execute at a high level. Windows are tighter. Coverages are a little bit different. You have the back end so that they gain a. A, a hypothetical defender with that back line of the end zone. So we have to be great. And if Cliff calls our numbers to run the ball, we have to execute on those situations. I mean, at the end of the day, we know what type of offense we are. We're high, we're high tempo. We're up on the ball. We're making checks. And if the look is there to run it, let's run it and let's be successful. Is Cliff any different? We were just talking about this earlier. Now, you know, he's got stability. When he first came in, it was just constant scrutiny for a guy that hadn't coached in the NFL yet. Now he's got some as much stability as you can have in this league. Have you noticed a difference just in his general demeanor? I think he's just continue, continued to gain confidence. I mean, coming in, you, he came into a situation where Larry Fitzgerald is basically the same age as him, and he's coaching <laughs> him. And, and now he's he's been around. He knows his, his style is going to work in the NFL. He's had time to, you know, calibrate and, and let things relax. And I think that's a great thing for him. He's an unbelievable coach, great guy. And I'm very excited. You know, just got an extension. So he has that stability that you're looking for. And it shows when he goes out there and talks to us. He knows that uh, he's not facing the same scrutiny. That pretty boy football they tried to tag us with so many years ago. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, in regard to that, over the last couple of years, I know you've answered this question over and over and over again, but I haven't been able to ask you this. The last two years, second half of the season, what has happened with the collapses in the second half of the season? Justin, I ask you, as a veteran guy that has been around a long time, a guy that is a good football player, a guy that I respect so much, what happened? What is happening with that? I think if you look at the end of the season, you almost treat it like the red zone. You get all the way down there. You do so many good things to get down there. Windows get tighter. Things get tougher. The game comes down to those little nuances, and we're not executing in those biggest moments, whether it's a penalty, an offsides, uh, a miscoverage, a misread, uh, letting a linebacker come free. Those are when the games matter the most. In the beginning of the season, yeah, obviously they matter. They count for our record. But when you want to get to the playoffs and you want to win a Super Bowl, you have to win late in the season. And that's something that we failed to do. So until we prove otherwise, that is who we are. Boy, I love that. That's a great analogy. Take a prove-it mentality. The red zone analogy. I wrote this down. I'm going to steal it from you later on in the show and use it as my own, but people will know. Um, The offensive line, we've talked about the the starters that you guys have, but – how do you feel about the depth behind the starting five that you have? So I talked about this yesterday. I mean, Sean Harlow is taking uh, the bulk of the reps at center. That's that's great for us. To have that competition in the room, a guy that can go in there and step in and play center is awesome for us. Josh Jones had to go out there and play left left tackle for the first week and a half of camp. 
that's great for us because he's that swing tackle that we're going to need to come into games. I always say to the guys, I, I had a day off today, so I say to the, the rookies and the younger players that are playing for me, if I don't come back tomorrow with a little less of a likelihood that I'm a starter going forward, as in like this player could take my job, if you don't gain on me in, in that day that I have off, you messed up. Love it. I want that guy, whoever my backup is, to come back tomorrow and, and Coach Kugler says to me, he's like, Pew, your days are numbered, man. we got this rookie coming up that's getting ready to take your spot. And I, I like to have that fuel to, to my game as well. But the rookies have to have that mentality. And I tell them that every day. Try to take my job. It hasn't happened yet, but okay. it's going to happen that's eventually. On that note right there, how much longer, Justin Pugh, do you want to play? Well, I didn't think I was going to be playing football this year. I'm really enjoying. You honestly are right saying now. that. Yeah, I'm you really didn't. enjoying it right now. I, I didn't think I was going to play football. I never had a reason to not play football. I was first, I, you know, I got a scholarship out of high school. Of course, I'll take that. I get drafted in the first round. That's every kid's dream. <laughs> I, I, of, course, of course, I'm going to go play for the New York Giants and, and do that. The, the Cardinals signed me in free agency. It signed a good deal in free agency. I, I never had a question if I wanted to play football or not. What, what, what was I playing football for? And then all of a sudden, when Steve Kime comes, knocks on your door and says, hey, I need you to take half. I need you to take half again. I need you to do all these incentives. I need you to go out there and prove to me that you can play football. Like, I, there's incentives in every game check that you have to go out there and hit. you got a question. What am, what am I doing this for? Why do, and, and for me, it comes down to the, the guys in that locker room. There's nobody I love more than being around those guys in the locker room and the competition. I don't care what it is. I don't care if we're going and we're playing cornhole or we're playing – Whatever, shooting shooting hoops, I, I want to win. And my wife will tell you she gets very annoyed. We play Uno in the kitchen with family, and, and I want to win everything. So when I step on those white lines and I have a one-on-one with whoever it is, I want to win every play. I want to dominate every play. And that's what makes me excited to go onto the field, the competition. Okay, I know this for a fact. When you were younger, you brawled everybody, <laughs> right? You were a brawler, right? That's what you did. You fought Okay, now all of a sudden I hear this comment about Will Hernandez is the guy that is brawling now. You like that, right? You like it because you don't have to do it anymore? What do you mean by that? I love that. Me and me and Beecham now are more the instigators. We'll get guys going, and then they go to Will's side, and it just puts them over the edge. So Will's had a couple of – I had a skirmish early on. It was a mini skirmish. No no punches thrown. It was still a little, little heated. But Will, Will's the enforcer. I think it's and, – and I, I put out a tweet yesterday thanking the New York Giants for sending me here and then also sending Will here. So we were able to kind of take that off my shoulders. So you're the instigator now. That's what you Yeah. Want. And then you're going to let Will handle it. I got your... these young guys. They're, they're big. They're strong. They got energy for That's days. Awesome. We're going to know how to offense. I got to conserve energy out here some days. Justin, we appreciate this, man. I got like eight more questions I got to ask you, but I know you have a busy day and we got to hit the break. So thanks for the time. Good luck this year. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.